Well, family, this is a very impromptu episode. I know I'm always going to be saying that this season, but we got to get to the nitty gritty. Finally, podcasting is all about telling the truth. It's all about exposing. Well, not really exposing, but just saying the things that's really on the mind of me. What do I see inside? What do I think? What is it that I see that's going on out in the world? And what is it that I don't do or don't like? So with this episode, I'm only bringing this to your intention because I see a lot of things that's going on where it doesn't need a lot of energy. And I just think that in the year of 2020, well, it's not 2020 yet in my eyes. It's still the ending of 2019. For me, 2020 doesn't start until March. So by the time March hits and we, we go ahead and we start understanding that um, it's the springtime and the spring equinox, the spring equinox for me is the power of the rebirth. Right now, we're in the barren season. We're in the season of death. We're in the season of everything being dead or hibernating. That's why it's less activity out in the world. But if you're a spiritual-minded person like me, you understand where I'm coming from. Not everybody's going to understand what I'm getting at. But anyway, what we're doing right now is this episode is called Emotionally, Emotional Investment. <laughs> and the reason why I want to do this episode is because I've been seeing a lot of string of things. Now, I'm a very spiritual person. I like to think very deeply and I start to understand people's analyzation on things. Now, my thing about it is, it's like when you come into an illusion, you allow things of that illusion to make you feel like that is a reality. So with you doing that, now you believe that all these different things that's happening in all these different worlds is the truth. When you deny the truth and when you start to still live in an illusion, that's when you start to drive yourself insane. So... There's a couple of events that I've been seeing this week. Um, you know, I've been seeing a thing about Kobe Bryant and, uh, you know, the whole thing with that. I won't speak on it. I just think that it's crazy. It's out of nowhere. It's just it's really it's just really mind boggling to me. I would have never expected that to happen. Uh, we also want to talk about the, the coronavirus. And I also want to talk about the, you know, the whole thing with the season of the, the, the show. Is it Power? 50 Cent Show, that's on stars. Now, my thing about it is this, man. Entertainment is entertainment, right? I think I like to break down entertainment with the, the literal meaning, entertain, okay? Entertain. Attainment, taining somebody or something, and enter as in entering the tain. So what I mean when I say that, when I say entertainment, it's just like government, mental and then enter, entertainment. So enter, you're entering the mind to attain it, to basically attain, because when you attain it, you hold it. And then mint is like government mental, you know what I'm saying? Or something else that goes with beyond that. So getting on my first, you know, analyzation, especially we're talking about, you know, the show power and about how a lot of people are basically spearing off these death threats to Tyreek's character from Power because he apparently shot Ghost and all these shock values. I'm trying my hardest for people not to look at people as so dumb and so just like very just into the fact of the matter that their mindsets is all over the place. Now we have dimensions. We have first, well, I don't know if there's really first dimension thinkers. 
I don't know if that's true, but you could have second dimension leap thinkers and then third dimension. I'm not putting myself in any category. I'm not sitting up there saying I'm better than everybody in this, that, and third. But the problem with a lot of people is that you guys get very much into a show, a movie, into music. And that could be very much a spirit that's being spoken out in which you believe that that's the actual real life of something. And in reality, it's all an illusion. Which is to say, this is not the first time we've ever looked at different movies and TV shows and gravitated towards to the point that we're sending out death threats to an actor. <laughs> the guy that plays Tariq on, on Power did a very good job at his acting skills. I guess he killed Ghost. They're sitting up there saying everybody wants to find out who killed Ghost. I haven't been into power ever since maybe season three, season four. I just turned off. You know, I, I much turn off because I don't know. It's just this whole thing that when there's a buildup, the buildup is cool because, you know, you start talking around your friends and be like, yo, did you see this show or did you hear this and this, that and the third? And you'll start being like, yo, I heard about that, blah, blah, blah. But then when it gets to the main stage and like everybody's talking about it, to me, it starts to be a lackluster. And then I start to be like, you know what? I don't really care for it as much as I used to. It's a great show, but, it, you know, I'm not really feeling it like I used to, to feel for it. I think Power is a good show. I think Power is a great show. Um, shout outs to Amari Hardwick, the, the brother that played Ghost. Uh, you know, shout outs to the people who made the whole entire show possible. And the show took in a lot of good ratings for its um, whatever season it's at run. And that now they want to come out with a sequel. Just like a lot of people got into power, a lot of people got into empire. A lot of people got into these other shows, especially when we're talking about Tyler Perry. And we got into our emotions about certain celebrities out there that might have said something against it. People got into the whole entire emotions about the person talking about Lizzo. People got into the emotions about what Lonnie Love said. People got into the emotions. And I'm guilty of this, too, in the past. I'll admit that. Amanda Seals and, you know, I don't mean to name drop, you know, public figures. But the problem in our society is we're getting so into the illusion mindset and not focus on, on the reality. Tyreek, the guy that plays Tyreek, that is not his name in real life. That is not his name. For y'all that's out there writing death threats to this guy because he killed ghosts proves exactly where you are on the grid of life. When you start to see different things... And you start to put in that type of reality on a person. Now you're putting them to a pedestal that they don't need to be involved in. And with that being on a pedestal, you're starting to put yourself in an elusive type of state of mind. Now, family, again, I say this because I'm a student of life. I look at everything that I do in my current situation in the past. And with part of the growing process my part of growing is looking at those mistakes in the past, looking at those things and realizing what was my actions towards it. So would I ever say that I was in an illusion state? Absolutely. I was very much in an illusion state. And the, the idea of an illusion state, in my mind, actually is about the idea of fit, having a good feeling, which is euphoria. Because you get so engulfed in something, it gives you a good feeling. Therefore, you don't want it to leave. You don't want it to stop. You don't want it to happen. Such is the same effect as some having sex with someone or the idea of eating a good meal or eating or uh, having candy or seeing someone you haven't saw for a long time or having memories about a particular particular place you used to live and so on and so forth. Family. 
this is in no way means to make fun of anybody or to look at anybody like they don't understand what they're doing or they don't know what they're talking about. We also talk about the whole thing with Kobe Bryant. Again, I don't want to really reach deep into it, but you know, it feels as if when we have someone who dies as opposed to someone who's living, we don't honor that person, okay? It's, I don't know if it's, um, this, this is an old saying, but you're worth more dead than when you are alive. So you notice that you have a lot of grand figures that's made a lot of moves and a lot of eccentric things in our society. But when they die, that's when a lot of people paid attention to it. A lot of people uh, start to really care about them more. A lot of people start to, you know, want to do things in their honor and all these different things. You know, since I still believe it's 2019, this year we still had the whole entire thing that happened with Nipsey Hussle and about this whole thing about how we care so much about the whole entire doing better for the community and about how you wanted to fight gentrification in Los Angeles and so they're helping the local Los Angeles people of Los Angeles find jobs and be able to create the, the marathon store and all these different things. My personal opinion about that is, you know, I never really heard Nipsey Hussle's music. I'm, you know, I'm not I'm being honest. I only heard his track about two times. And with that, you know, if you guys don't know anything about his music and you guys don't know anything about it, why y'all out here getting tattoos? Why y'all out here talking about Nipsey Hustle this and Nipsey Hustle that? Again, people, the, the thing about it is <laughs> it makes me kind of laugh because the fact of the matter is with certain people who don't have a backing and you guys don't like to think for self you'll automatically pick up a trend because you think it's popular. Now, I was very super critical about the fact of the matter about the Nipsey Hustle thing because there's a lot of things that came into play and came into question. Whether I talk about it or not, that's up to me. I don't really feel like talking about it. But the thing that I was scoping on is this whole idea about gang violence. And with gang violence, the only thing that I started to see is a contradiction. Why is it this whole thing about this, this, this person, Nipsey Hustle? Talking about trying to better the police, um, better relations between the police and gang members and talk about gang members need to stop. But at the same time, in your music, you're talking about gang members and you're talking about your gang life as being a crip. It doesn't add up to me. My thing about it is everybody in the hood be like, oh, we got to stop gang violence. We need to stop gang violence. But you're not advising the kid on the block that, you know, is a blood or is a crip, or is any other affiliations of gangs to stop the gang violence. But you know why that is? Because we don't have any home training. We don't, we're not teaching and establishing rules for each other in a code where we're like, we're not gonna get into gangs, you're gonna go to school, or you're gonna get involved in some activities, and this, that, and the third, and blah, blah, blah. Nobody's out here to help you, man. And specifically the so-called minorities, nobody's out here to help you. Everybody's out here to see you fail. And, and the thing about it is, as long as they can see you fail, they know that they can keep making money off of you and put your ass in an industrial complex system where you're going to basically be told to do whatever, to be told what to do for 24 hours a day and you have no leeway. Commerce, man. It's all about the money and the business. So about Nipsey Hussle, I'm only using this as a preface to talk about how much we got involved and the feeling and the aspect of someone dying and this proliferation of putting someone up on a pedestal and especially in a spiritual realm about how a lot of people talked about Nipsey Hussle was just like Jesus and that he died at 33 to symbolize the same year of death that Jesus died. So-called Jesus. If guys understand that, 
well, we don't need to go there, but you know, certain people would know the difference of what I'm talking about when I say quote unquote Jesus. Also, what I want to talk about is our emotional value to what people say out in the media or what people say out in the world. Emotional investments is such a big thing in this world. When people die, when people, you know, say things out in the media that you don't like, when people have a difference of opinion, such as so in 2020 about how we get mad at Trump, about the things that Trump say, man, let me tell you something. I don't give a damn about politics. I think they all play the damn same game. It's all about the left and the right. It's always talk, talking about these solutions that are never get resolved because they don't want it to get resolved. My thing with Trump is, does Trump say some pretty outsert, out absurd things? Absolutely. Does he say some things that's just completely out of whack and not necessary? Absolutely. But to the people out there that don't like Trump, why don't you like Trump? It's this whole campaign of talking about you don't like Trump, but why don't you like Trump? Oh, he's racist, and he said he wants to grab women by the... And I sit here and I say, fam, really think about what you're saying right now. And to my so-called African-Americans and so-called black people, you don't like Trump because he's... I mean, yes, the, the, the statement he made about so-called African-Americans wasn't called for. When he sat up there and said that Haiti is a s-hole country and all these different things... Not necessary. I completely don't like that. Kanye West jumping into the pot of sitting up there talking about that he likes he likes Trump. Uh, Steve Harvey jumping in the pot talking about he likes Trump and all these different things. But I'm gonna leave you with this family because this has been ciphering in the back of my head for a very long time and I've never talked about it. But I mean, I'll just get it off my chest here on a podcast because this is about emotional investment. So with the idea of emotional investment. Everybody wants to big up Barack Obama and talk about Barack Obama was the best black president we ever had. Some of y'all will research and I mean, if you go back in the 90s, a lot of y'all will say that Bill Clinton was the best black president we ever had. Uh, The same guy that came out with the crime bill in 1994. So I still don't understand to this day why you even rep that man, because he wanted the demise of so-called black people and so-called black men with the three strikes rule. So my idea about it is. Barack Obama has not done anything. And and Kanye West was telling the truth about this in a tweet he said in 2018 that Barack Obama has not done anything for Chicago in the eight years he's been in office. As I see it, the only thing that Obama has done in his eight years in office is deceive so-called black people to make it seem as if he's going to do the right thing for black people because this whole entire campaign he's put up in 2008 about change. Right. He's talked about this whole idea about change. So I have never thought, I have never seen this this Barack Obama. First of all, if we're really talking about it, Barack Obama is an actual African-American president. Now, if you guys need to understand what I'm saying, understand exactly what I'm saying. He is our African-American past president. That's true. He is our African-American past president. If you understand what his origin is, this is the reason you can understand the connections I'm trying to make when I say that. Just the truth. He is an African-American. He is the real African-American. Now, a lot of people out there that's being called so-called African-American now, call him being black, you got work to do. Because the fact of the matter is, is that there's a lot of lies and deceit out there that they won't tell you. But the fact of the matter is, and hopefully this, 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 um... 
this month that I could show you some things so that you could put the, the pictures together and that I could have you see exactly what I mean when I'm talking about things. But that's not the point. Trump gets into office. You know, we don't like the white man. We don't like the white guys. We have white presidents all our life. 45 is this and 45 is that. I put things into questions and recollections. Let's think about this for one second. Trump has pardoned the so-called African-American prisoners. Trump has visited the African-American History Museum. Trump has been sitting up there talking about um, didn't he pardon? Didn't he pardon something about like Jack Johnson or something like that? And then he has done these different things about um, trying to fund HBCUs and help out with trying to put in and invest money into the black communities and about over 70 million dollars and all this other stuff. Now, let's again, a lot of people have to understand. And I'm not saying it because I'm scared on views and what y'all going to say. I don't give a damn at this point. I'm just being real about what is it that I'm saying? Barack Obama did any of those things while he was in office? Or is it just me? Because I haven't seen Barack Obama do not near one of those things. If HBCUs is on a decline when half of these schools is already named after a white person, then what are we really talking about here? Why did why does Trump and I and I think about this for a real slight second though. Why does Trump so Trump care so much for so-called African Americans? Why? Why does he care so much? Barack Obama never had the same type of ambitions for so-called African-Americans and blacks. Has not. Has not. It wouldn't surprise me if he had cousins in this, that, and the third that lived in Africa and he's giving money to them. The Western Union. Okay? I want you guys to think on that. That is not to sit here and say that I'm a Trump fan and I love Trump and this, that, and the third. I don't care for no politician. I don't care for presidents. I don't care for none of that. All everything is a game to me. I don't. I don't. I don't. I think everything is a joke. And the fact of the matter is, is that I just look at things and I'm just like, I'm not gonna even spend my energy really caring about this stuff. My family. The point about emotional investments is knowing to give when to give your energy to something. Being very trivial and spreading vitriol into something that is not real in real life and it's a depiction of something is madness. It's chaos. And I'm not here to preach to the choir. That's not the point of this episode. I'm not here to preach and give you some good old sermon on Sunday. And so that when you walk in on Monday, you can go ahead and do the same thing you do out the week on Monday. And then when you come here on Sunday for the podcast, I'm preaching and I'm just making everything up. I love the world. I love nature. I love just just life. I understand there's a lot of things out there to, to like throw people off course. The thing about being in these dimensions is realizing what is a lie, what is real, and what is used to throw you off your course. Why are we spending our time about a media program, a, 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 a depiction of a fictional life, in order to dictate what is our reality. That's all I'm saying about it. That's it. There's nothing else that I really need to discuss more than that. And the problem that we have, excuse me, Fat, the problem that we have is when we go ahead and start shifting our energy into something that's not real, and we're sitting up there thinking that this is okay, this is when we start to become a chaos and a problem to ourselves. It's happened for years. This is the reason why the household is the way it is now, because they're relying on images and relying on these celebrities and relying on these people out there playing a role 
in order for people to think this is real life. And so you start going with the mindset that everybody around you acts like that because of what you've seen on TV and what you see on media. It's not a good thing. And it's, this goes for anybody. This doesn't matter about who you are. You know what I'm saying? This doesn't matter. You start to believe what you see and not what you think internally, which is to say that you're not thinking for yourself. And as I'm a student through life, you will notice in season three that, yeah, these episodes that I record, you know, I, might, I may go back and forth in a jargon, but you have to understand the mission and the mindset is clear. And unless we can get to that point, we will forever be in a state of an illusion and we won't move forward as a nation, as a people or whatever have you. The thing about it, about getting out the rabbit hole is to think for self. Start questioning things. Why is stuff like this and not like that? Why is this depiction on TV, the depiction on TV, and it shouldn't be like this? Why are people behaving like that? Or why is it this child doing this, that, and the third? Well, you know, if it's a child thing, what is the parent doing? Is the parent actively saying something against it? Or if you have activists out here, well, why, is they, why are they an activist? Or they, do they have an end goal off their activism? And what are the plans to reach that step? <sighs> Emotions in this society needs to come behind logic. When you start acting with logic first, and I'm, and I'm talking to myself here too, when I'm talking about this, logic needs to come first, then emotions. Emotions should probably be last, but logic should come first. Because when it comes to a business, logic is first. Whatever somebody's putting out a business plan, they're not thinking, oh yeah, well, I'm going to go ahead and say, well, for me, this is the most beautiful thing because I think so. No, I'm thinking which target market and which audience am I trying to reach when I put out these different things and I say these different things to these people? I'm not thinking about trying to, you know, think about doing it for me because I feel it's beautiful. I feel like this, that, and third. That doesn't matter. And a lot of things that you see out in society, you'll start to realize people will do it. People will use their services to emotionally engulf you. So otherwise in that family, I have no what else I have no idea what to say at this point. You know, I'm just dawning over the 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 past situation that that's just happened with especially the idea of Kobe Bryant, this whole thing of passing away and you know, the different things that we've seen on media and getting upset and not coming out with a physical goal to make sure that we don't sit up there and snake down a rabbit hole again. Because if we're going to keep doing the same old, same old thing, there's going to be no progress. And with no progress means chaos and illusion and sitting up there being the mastermind of your own problems. Therefore, you like to be the mastermind of your own problems. There's a lot of snakes in the water is all I'm saying. And with a lot of snakes in the water, you're not going to notice it until you feel something bite you on your leg and your ankle. So do you want to be that person that gets poisoned up? From a snake in the water or do you think you should put boots on to make sure that you don't put your bare foot in the water are you going to have protection for yourself or are you going to just go into there just completely naked and i don't mean physically naked i mean mentally naked and just with the idea freak it i'm just going to do it because i just want to without logic there's no reasoning <laughs> So let's think a little bit more before we become emotionally invested on a lot of things that happen out in the circuit. 
Otherwise than that, season three is going to be a very, very fun, very, very fun season for me. I have a lot of things planned for you guys. I have a lot of things that I want to talk about. And with the messages, I hope that I could just make you think and I can make you see the world in a different view than what you've seen it before. Signing out. Peace and hair grease. Thank you.